Sorry, I just had to see that button still works. Welcome back. Guys, it's been a long time, hasn't it? Fucking April ish. It's been a while. This is, what is this, August? Of course it's August. The only reason why I'm on here is because fucking college football season is about to start ew, in about 16 days. Give or take. Fuck yeah. So excited. <clears throat> and of course, what do you think we're going to talk about? I mean, college football, 16 days, roughly. No, that's not Not 16 days. That's right. Yeah. I, can, I can still do math, maybe. Y'all can figure out what day this was recorded. <clears throat> so, way things go with us, it, it'll be recorded now and won't be sent out until like November or something. But I'm back. Several months layoff. I don't know. No one gives a fuck. Maybe all one of you is listening. Maybe two. I can't even tell you what the fuck I talked about last time. It's been so long. I think I just had. I think I just had gotten back from Hawaii or something. <clears throat> and I talked about that, I want to say. But I don't remember. I really fucking don't. I think I actually forced that last one. I was trying to get one out because it's been a while then, too. And I just fucking kept pulling a little shit out of my ass. And it was like 45 minutes, if that. And it was a struggle get 45 minutes worth in. But now I'm back. And there are things to talk about, which is a huge positive and life. Well, huge for me because I can listen to my own voice. It sucks for you. Because if you're listening, then you must be really fucking bored. And I'm not gonna see. I'm not gonna talk about all the the shit that's gone on. I'm just not gonna do it. <clears throat> if you're coming over here to talk about or listen to someone squabble about politics or religion and shit, I try not to do that. And and I think I do decent. Sometimes I fall into the fucking rabbit hole. I fall into the trap and get going. <clears throat> I try to be as down the middle as I can, but even then that gets people mad. You have to be on one side or the other. Fuck it, why? So with that, I'm back. I think I said that a couple times. I literally just got back from vacation as well. I was able to travel a couple different locations. And one thing I learned, well, one of many things I've learned on these last... 17 days of traveling is that there are some really cool people and there are some fucking complete assholes who don't think their shit stinks. And I'm not going to tell you name names, but on my 17 days, I did hit up several different uh, training facilities on my travels. Some were good. And there were a couple that were just complete dickheads. And those ones will, will remain nameless. Good ones, though. If you are in Nashville, Tennessee, or not Nashville, uh, Springfield, Tennessee, which is about I think, 30 minutes north of Nashville, Resilience is a really good place to go. Seth, great guy. Let me come in there, worked out. I got a lot, got some pointers from him as well. Uh, my log, clean and press, I've been struggling with that. Um, in North County, San Diego, Ironmongers out of Vista. I forgot the gentleman's name. Didn't really talk to him much, but I did talk to him. I don't want to say Rick is his name. But Ironmonger is another awesome, gritty, fucking lift heavy shit location. Highly recommend them as well. If you're in the uh, LA, South LA area, or uh, South Bay area of LA, um, in San Pedro, 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 whatever it is, 
South Bay Strength Company, another great uh, company going to. Small, greedy, in your face, going there, lift heavy weights. The uh, I didn't meet the wife, but if she's anything like what she shows on Instagram, um, and like her husband, uh, Steve's his name, they're great people. He was a great guy. Uh, I met him when he came up here to Sacramento. He let me go into his place for free <clears throat> and get a lift in. I drove like two hours from North County, San Diego, just to go look at his spot. Nice, security place. He was great. Uh, I didn't get an opportunity to see him face-to-face because he had to work. But uh, great communication. Huge shout-out to him. Huge shout-out to Ironmongers out of Vista, California. And a huge shout-out to Resilience out of Springville, Ten- Springfield, Tennessee. And, of course, huge shout-out to Austin Holsey from Nutrifit. They were, they were doing a, uh, a pool party that would have been cool to hang out a little bit longer. But, man, Tennessee – and you guys, something in the air that was kicking my ass. Like the second day I was there, I could barely breathe. I can barely see. I was dying. So, I had quick recovery as well to Austin Holsey. Um, Holsey, Holsey. Sorry, I'm going to butcher the shit out of your name. I already have. <clears throat> you just had knee surgery. So, quick recovery there, bud. Good luck. And again, thanks for everything. Uh, if are looking for a good supplement, Good natural supplement, NutriFit, with two T's at the end. N-U-T-R-I-F-I-T-T. He's constantly redoing his stuff, trial and error, and the stuff keeps getting better and better and better. Uh, I take their amino fits every day, the blue raspberry, fucking awesome. Uh, I fluctuate, I fluctuate, I rotate between two of their uh, pre-workouts, Carnage, it was a really intense pre-workout. Uh, if you're into tart stuff, I'm not really a huge fan of tarts. So I will mix it with like some amino fit and stuff to try to sweeten it up a little bit, but it will get you going. His new stuff uh, for pre-fit is a little bit sweeter than the old, and I like it. I would have sworn he told me to take two scoops when he first gave it to me, and I did and if you work out and if you use pre-workout, you know that tingly feeling you get from the beta alanine, 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 what the fuck it is. I got that all through my back, through my face. My head and my ears got warm. I quickly texted him going, what the fuck? He said, dude, uh, you're supposed to take one scoop. I said, no, 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 no. You told me to take two. And then he asked me, well, what was I drinking? I went, you probably were. I said, yeah, don't listen to me what I'm drinking. I said, well, it's too late now. My face is literally on fire, but I had one hell of a lift. And I think I lifted for two hours, and I took another hour and a half for the tingly to go away. Uh, Warned one, warn one of my members here at Catharsis. Don't want to take one, but he didn't fucking listen. He took two, and what did he do? His face got red, and he started feeling tingly. And what did he do? He bitched and moaned to me about it. And I said, I told you to take one. So, pre-fit is, <laughs> fucking works. Um, look him up, NutriFit. Again, N-U-T-R-I-F-I-T-T. Uh, might be NutriFitLabs.com. I'll have to check up on that for you guys. But good stuff. I like them. I use them. I rotate those. Actually, I don't rotate. I use their Fits period until I run out. Uh, the pre-workout I use until I run out. Uh, the only thing I have issues with is the protein powders. I just don't like them. But again, he's changing up his formula on those as well <clears throat> or the ingredients. So I'm looking forward to trying the new ones. 
and seeing how that goes. I'm not really just a straight up chocolate vanilla fan, and that's what they offer is chocolate and vanilla. I like peanut butter, so that's that's the reason why I don't really care for their protein powders. I like peanut butter. Um, it's coming out some other stuff, some new stuff. I'm looking forward to. Should be getting a couple sh- a shipment here shortly. I don't know when they'll be in. Probably end of the week. Well, this is the end of the week. I'll be here shortly. Uh, Thermofit, which is supposed to be thermogenic. We'll see how that works. See how that uh, sells, honestly. So, again, Nutrifit, a huge shout-out to them. Thanks for inviting me to the pool party that you had in Nashville. Just wish I wasn't dying <laughs> at that time. Uh, again, once again, huge shout-out to Resilience up in Springfield. Shout-out to Ironmongers on Vista. And shout-out to South Bay Strength Company in San Pedro, or Pedro. Uh, California, which is South Bay, Los Angeles area. Thank you for all those places for opening up their arms, letting me come through and live there. Had a great time. Saw some ways to make my facility better and saw some things. Well, I'm glad my facility, my facility has better shit in some areas. Now you learn what you, what you need to improve on and you learn what you've already done. Well, basically I guess, I guess that's a way to put it. <clears throat> so I'm looking for like a more power uh, bodybuilding I definitely recommend South Bay. If looking for more powerlifting, even more strongman stuff, uh, Ironmongers, Resilience is definitely uh, powerlifting and, and uh, strongman. I think the owner, Seth, for Resilience, is actually going to Nationals for strongman. I don't know when that is. I should look and, look and see when that is. So, and then I went to a couple of big box gyms. They just suck, but uh, what do you do? So, again, thanks to those guys. Because of them, my, uh, I don't think I gained too much weight. <laughs> I hope not. I don't know. Eat and drink a lot more than I needed to. Did do the Jack Daniels tour. That was cool. This would be the third time I've done it. <coughs> I'm still cacking up Tennessee. It was the third time I've done the Jack Daniels tour. Now, first time I was with my dad. I was young. We're not doing anything. Second time, I was with another friend. Uh, I think we were cheap. We didn't get the 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 um the sampler this time around. Went with another buddy of mine, the guy who's going to be editing 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 this, James. We went and did the sampler, which I was kind of hoping that the samples would burn the shit out that I had thrown through my system or growing through my system from Tennessee, but it just didn't. Unfortunately, didn't make it better. But it was interesting. It was fun. I wish I felt better. <laughs> going through it, but if you haven't done it, do it. Uh, the only knock I had on it is neither neither myself or, or James could understand what the hell our tour guy was saying. Luckily, I've done it before, so I kind of remembered some things <clears throat> and done a little bit of brewing. So it's kind of the same-ish concept as brewing beer as doing uh, alcohol or spirits. I mean, there's there are differences, of course. So I kind of had an idea what was going on. I just couldn't understand a word the guy was saying. Sorry. Not a knock on him. That just maybe my ears were so clogged up. Even James, he was healthy at the time. He couldn't fucking hear what he was saying. So, <clears throat> well, that is basically the, what the fuck you've been doing, James? What the fuck you've been doing, Paige? Well, now you know. Uh, so, there's actually one thing I do want to touch on here briefly before we get into the reason why I haven't started this fucking podcast. A, well, the one reason is to hear the sound of my own voice. 
but I'm not listening to it back, play it back to me. But uh, another one is college football. Love college football. If you haven't figured that part out, eh, then welcome to the channel, I guess. I don't fucking know. Is it, is it, is it a channel? Is that what they call them? Channels? Anyways. Um, ah, this is the topic I want to touch on real quick before we get into the college football part. Another reason, reason why I want to touch on it is because a buddy of mine sent, sent me this text this morning, and I just went, why? That's stupid. And that is, Major League Baseball has said that they're going to play a game at the Field of Dreams in Dyersville, Iowa. For those of you who are not old enough, know what the hell I'm talking about. Field of Dreams is a movie. Kevin Costner. Uh, made in 89-ish, I think I want to say. Yeah, 1989. If you build it, he will come. Basically, he built the fucking baseball field out of, in the middle of a cornfield. Everybody thought he was nuts. And all of a sudden, basically, old, old ghosts showed up and played baseball. Really weird. Kind of iconic video, uh, movie. And so on and so forth. <clears throat> so... With that being said, so now Major League Baseball wants to do a game there. Perfectly fine. Kind of cool, but I think I just I just I think it's stupid. And the reason why I think it's stupid for a couple different reasons. Reason number one: you're not going to play a Major League Baseball game with two, maybe two, one, maybe two small high school bleachers. Just not going to happen. Two, Major League Baseball is going to build a temporary 8,000-seat ballpark. Doesn't that kind of take away the ambiance of the Field of Dreams? I mean, let's face it, they're not going to be playing into corn. There's going to be a wall there. There's going to be a fence there. There just is. So they're going to build an 8,000 seat stadium, take away the ambiance, take away the mystique of the movie, of <clears throat> the idea of what the movie was trying to throw out there. And that takes away to me. This, this takes it takes everything, the idea of that, of the, doing this, takes it takes it away. I don't understand why. And then the 8,000 seats, you know how fucking expensive those tickets are going to be? It's going to be the elitist of the elitist who fucking go to this game. Unless the Major League Baseball does something. I haven't seen anything in the article about if they're going to do something for the local schools or fans or whatever. I don't know. It just hasn't, they haven't said anything about it. <clears throat> so that's another issue I have with it. Now, they have done smaller venues in the past. You know, they, I think last two years, maybe even this year, they're going to do it again. I think uh, a game at uh, uh, Williamsburg, Williamsport, wherever fuck it is, um, where the Little League World Series is. Last two years, they've done a game there, which is cool. Um, I think they did a game on at Fort Bragg uh, a couple years ago. I think that was a 12,000-seat stadium, maybe more. They, they actually built it on a golf course. <clears throat> but then again, they built it on a golf course. There wasn't a mystique about it. It was something cool given back to the military. Perfectly fine. No issues with that whatsoever. This one kind of have some issues with it. And it's because of that. It's because you're, you're taking a good idea, but I just don't think it can be done smartly or right. Just because. I just don't. Um. They're going to build a stadium 
temporary stadium, i.e. temporary, but you're going to build a stadium and it's going to be hold 8,000 people. And on top of that, it's going to – the tickets are going to be expensive. The other issue I have with it, and I understand it, and this kind of goes in line with the 8,000 seats and the elitist idea, the Yankees are going to be the other team. As the Yankees and the White Sox. Can I get the White Sox because they're kind of a Midwest team? Maybe it was the Cubs. You can understand them as well. I don't like the idea of the Yankees doing it just because, this, again, it seems more elitist than anything else. Every time I think, think of the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Dodgers and even the Cubs now, I think of an elitist team who they think their shit doesn't stink. Maybe the Cubs more because Madden thinks that. And he bitches the most of everybody. My fucking hell. Anyways, that's, that's a different topic for a different time. I feel like cool idea. I would rather see Little League Baseball played there or even high school baseball played there where the crowds won't be as big. They won't tickets or will be free. Because most Little League games, tickets are free. I think women's support, I think those tickets are free. I don't think they cost money to, to go watch the games. I think those are free. Uh, I don't know where I got that from, but I've never paid for a Little League World Series. Or not a Little League World Series. I never paid for a Little League game, but I could be wrong. I want to say I heard somewhere that those are free. So, I mean, just with that, how how do they plan on doing that? I mean, they had to put a fence up in the outfield, and which, looking through the article, so <clears throat> there's a video which includes a pathway through the cornfield for fans and aspects of White Sox former Kaminsky Park. The right field wall will be broken up by windows to show the corn stalks beyond the wall. Wow. That bugs me. If you're going to fucking play on the Field of Dreams field, you're taking away the ambiance of it. Still, that's why it bugs me the most. Again, great idea. I just think in practice... And with the teams and being Major League Baseball, I don't think it's a good idea. <clears throat> I, just, I just don't think it's going to work. Well, of course it's going to work. They're going to have great introduction videos and segues and, and you know, pre-inning little snippets. You know, Kevin Costner will probably be there throughout the first pitch or some bullshit like that. Or, or Ray, Leota, um, Leota, whatever, whatever the hell his name was. Um or is, he's not dead yet, or is. Uh, so they're going to make a spectacle out of it. I just don't, well, that's, that's what bugs me. That's, that's the reason why it bugs me. You're taking away the ambiance. You're going to build an 8000 seat stadium. You're bringing in the Yankees. You're bringing in the White Sox. <clears throat> it's gonna, you know, there is no, I think it's going to be the first Major League Baseball game ever played in Iowa, which, wasn't there like a demise before Major League Baseball came out? So, no. I look at my personal unhumble opinion, Little League, high school, maybe even college should play there, not fucking the, the pros. Well, but no, 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 these kids, no, no, college kids or mere Little League kids, they know what the movie is. How many of the pros do you think know what it is? Anything was, was built, made in 89. Not many baseball players are over the age of 30. But that's what they're doing. With 8,000 seats, I just think it's going to be more of an elitist atmosphere than anything else. Unless, again, no, it's not telling me what they're planning on doing ticket-wise or what, how they're doing it. If it turns into just – because there are 8,000 seats. Everybody's going to want to go in that area. They're going to want to go. But you're going to have people from New York. You're going to have people from L.A. 
You're going to have people from the, the big names from Chicago. All the who's who's are going to are going to want to go. All the who's who's from low baseball are going to want to go, and they're going to take away the seats from the general fan. Yeah, that's probably probably the biggest thing I don't like about it is they're taking away seats from the general fan. Now, would I go? Eh, sure, why not? If I can get tickets, but I'm not spending a couple thousand bucks on tickets for the Field of Dreams. Just not. If I'm going to spend a thousand dollars on tickets. I'm going to sit in the Western Metal Supply Building at Petco Park and watch the Padres bullpen implode again. Now, on to the thing I care about the most. Yeah, pretty much the thing I care about the most. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even think of anything else more important right now. But fucking college football's fucking coming back finally. August 24th, zero week. And we actually have a possibility of a good game. On zero week. Doesn't really happen. But we have a possibility of a good game. And I'm excited. I, fucking 16 days away-ish. There are no Thursdays. I think last year the season started on a Thursday with Colorado and somebody else. Or Colorado State and somebody else this year. We'll say they're actually starting on the 24th. That is week zero. We have two games that day. Both of them are night games. Both of them I'll probably be drunk off my ass. Because okay? I can watch both of them. Fuck yeah. They're probably going, okay, so what games are they, jackass? The games are Florida versus Miami in Orlando. 7 o'clock kickoff time, East Coast. So it makes it 4 o'clock here. This game has a possibility. I mean, let's face it. Miami actually should have some talent. Rick wasn't a bad recruiter. He just, for some reason, couldn't get his team together last year. Manny Diaz, he wasn't a bad recruiter, but this is his first head coaching gig. And he has to open up against Florida which may be a dark horse in the SEC East. As much as I hate to say that, I hate Florida. I hate the Gators. <clears throat> Never liked them. But with the talent in another year under Mullen, they still have to find a way to beat Georgia. That might be kind of hard. So they, I think they're a dark horse. If they get lucky, Georgia stumbles a couple times. You can see Florida represent the SEC East in the SEC game. Looking at who's in the East – Minus Georgia and Florida is probably the weakest co- or weakest division of the conference, hands down. But I still don't understand. Well, it's, yeah, misery in the SEC East, but they're like the furthest west. I guess it's just uh, to save rivalries and shit. <clears throat> is Florida even ranked? Well, I'd assume Florida's ranked, at least in the low 20s. Florida is. Let's see if I can find them. Actually, let's, let's go down the list uh, of ranked teams because I'm surprised I don't see Florida – Right now, they could be higher ranked. So I'm, I'm gonna go. No, let's go over the rankings. The preseason rankings, as of uh, this was updated. When was this updated? Last week. Updated last week. Uh, and we'll go down and take a look at their their schedule as well through the via coaches poll and all that shit. So uh, this is ESPN.com. I know I'm not a huge fan of ESPN, but they do cover college football a lot more than most places. So. Number one, number two, Clemson, Alabama, respective order. Georgia's on there. <clears throat> Does Clemson deserve number one spot? Sure. Why not? If you look at their schedule, their real only test right now, preseason-wise, is going to be Texas A&M with, what, the second year under Jimbo? Third year under Jimbo? Second year under Jimbo. <clears throat> I think they're ranked, they're ranked top 15, but we'll get there later. But let's see, Clemson – 
doesn't really the schedule doesn't really stand out to me at all. Um, but with that being said, there's no reason why they shouldn't be number one. That's probably something that I, I normally would stand up on a soapbox and yell and spit and cuss about because they don't play anybody. They do play they do play Texas A&M at home uh, week week two week three week two. Uh, September 7th. Or, uh, yeah, September 7th. They play Texas A&M at home. Yeah, that's a 3.30 start time. That's a noon game. I'm surprised it's not a night game. Um, but then looking at the rest of the schedule, Georgia Tech, first game of the year, they're no longer doing the wing, so I don't expect that. It might be a small challenge because they're bringing in the spread. The quarterback's quick. He's, I don't think he has the arm, so... That might that game might turn ugly. That's a primetime game. Syracuse, maybe it is in the Carrier Dome. It is a primetime game. That's week three. Maybe get caught. Syracuse seems to love to give Clemson a run for their money. I think their quarterback came back as well. So we'll see there. But then Charlotte. Yep, that's all I gotta say about Charlotte. Uh North Carolina. That's in Chapel Hill. Year one under the Mac well, Mac Brown part D. Uh, then they have Florida State in Clemson. Interesting to see what Florida State can do if they'll even be if they'll they even take a positive step. Uh, that's interesting to see what happens. I think their offensive line is still sputtering. They have, I think they only have one scholarship quarterback on on the roster, maybe two now. I think they got a transfer. Defense, we'll see. I think they lost a lot during the draft, so it's kind of up in the air. Uh, Louisville. Eh. They're in their first year as new head coach. <clears throat> Boston College, if that was in Boston, I would say maybe there might be a chance of an upset there, but it's in Clemson. Wofford, really. Um, NC State, they've kind of been up and down. I think Finley is gone. They have a new quarterback. They've never, they don't seem to be able to play up to what they should play, where they should be. So I'm not worried about that one. Wake Forest, it's Wake Forest. Sometimes they have. Every couple of years, they have a good season and make it to the bowl game. Then they play South Carolina, which is this Champs, Champs' third or fourth year with them. And that's in Columbia. Then the ACC Championship, which uh, I don't know. I see one, two, maybe three games. There might be issues there. Maybe four if I'm looking at Georgia Tech, but I, I think Georgia Tech will do better with the spread, but it's you no know, play calling, doing your assignments, install all that shit. So I'm a little, I don't think that, that might not be a game. It might be a little bit. It might be first half close, second half. You might see Clemson pull away. That AM game, we're going to see what year two on the Jimbo will be like. It is in Clemson. I'm kind of surprised that's not a primetime game. And Syracuse, I think Clemson could get past week three unscathed, I don't see them having much issues the rest of the year. Maybe Florida State depends on what Taggart has done and how he's gotten his team ready, but I don't see anybody else. South Carolina is going to beat them. They're just not. All right. <clears throat> They're just not. Let's not even go there. Now let's go to my favorite thing to talk about, the Alabama schedule. Who Alabama's ranked number two this year. You can almost interchange them, <clears throat> one or two. 
I mean, a lot of people basically say these two teams are going to be the teams that meet. And you know what? You look at the schedules, yeah. <clears throat> when you look at Alabama's schedule, they start off with Duke. Ooh, Duke. In Atlanta, wow. <clears throat> That's as close as you can get away game, a non-conference away game with Alabama. Give them a neutral zone, neutral zone, a neutral field in the south. Or Texas. Fucking stupid. So I think, I think recently they signed a home and home with somebody. Then they get New Mexico State. <clears throat> I'm a New Mexico State fan. Nah, I feel sorry for them in that one. Then they go to South Carolina. They have Southern Miss. Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is going to be year one with a new quarterback. Year two, maybe? Year one. Shit, I forgot. There's two games on the schedule that I look at. I'm not going to count the Auburn game because you just don't know which Auburn's going to be playing this year. We're going to talk about the Auburn game in November. We know what they've done. Sometimes they're get on fire. They play real well. And sometimes they struggle like last year. And when they play Alabama close, close-ish, ish, they pull out all the stops. But the AM game, it's in College Station. There's a huge possibility of something going on there. It, it time hasn't time is to be announced. October 12th, Texas AM hosts Alabama. That could be a trap game. Yeah, we're gonna find us. I mean, this is way too soon. We don't really fucking know what these teams have. Oh, well, they have so-and-so came back and so-and-so came back and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Okay, cool. Doesn't mean they're gonna fucking be any good. Like Tua. To it. First 10, 11 games. Awesome. Struggle. On the back end. People think Tua and Lawrence are going to be one and two in the Heisman. I'm not sold on Tua. I was first part of the year last year, and then as it went down the stretch, I had begun being unsold on Tua. And now he's, you know, he's had a year to offseason. You know, it's, just, it's him with getting all the reps. There's no Jalen Hurts there anymore. It's just him, so maybe he'll improve because <clears throat> the snaps go to him. I don't think anybody knows who the backup at Alabama is, if there, if there even is one. So A&M, October 12th, Tennessee, eh, Arkansas, <laughs> a week off, and then they got they host LSU. Can LSU knock them off? I mean, every year we have – we don't, but there's the same conversation every fucking year. Oh, this year LSU has a shot. I think last year a couple of experts – at LSU beating Alabama because the game was in LSU or Baton Rouge. Remember correctly, they got blamed 24 nothing, didn't they? Now, this game's in T- Tuscaloosa. It's probably going to be a primetime game. It's probably going to be a game day game. <clears throat> Give or take. You don't know. I mean, I don't know what. I guess really do homework and figure out what games for that week. Then Mississippi State, <sighs> the team who has a quarterback who's like 6'8 but can't throw the ball to save his ass. <laughs> Western Carolina. Then, then they, they finish off at, at Auburn. It's in Auburn, so it might be a little tougher, but I'm just not sold on what. There's no reason why Alabama can't go undefeated. The AM game may be a hookup, but there's no reason why they can't go undefeated this year. So, Georgia's ranked fourth. Who do they face? Let's find out who Georgia faces. Now, if Georgia goes undefeated, I don't know if I really want to give them much credit either. See, 
one, two, first three games are Vanderbilt, Murray State, Arkansas State. Who? But September twenty first. It's at back end of the home and home against Notre Dame. In Georgia, though. <clears throat> the Georgia they have to play Florida. They have to play Auburn in in Alabama or in Auburn. And they play Texas AM at home. Minus the non conference schedule. Well, I mean, Notre Dame counts as non-conference. I think Georgia has a tougher schedule. I really do. Looking at what they have to face compared to what Alabama has to face and compared to what Clemson has to face. I think Georgia has the toughest schedule out of those three. Oklahoma comes in at number four. I don't know if Oklahoma's going to win the Big 12 this year. I think they're ranked a little higher. I'm kind of leaning, I hate to say it, kind of leaning towards Texas. To win the Big 12 this year. You know, this game, the game one, September 1st, where Oklahoma against Houston wasn't in Norman. I would almost give Houston an edge. I think Houston's a much better team than people are giving them credit for. I think Apple White was fired. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, fucking, what's his face from West Virginia went there? The terrible fucking mullet dude. Not the guy from Oklahoma State. I can see his face too. But they got Houston. Then they do have to go to UCLA. But there's so many hidden issues going on at UCLA that I don't think that's even going to be worthwhile. But then you got the Red Rivers rivalry, October 12th, in Dallas against Texas. Not sleeping on Texas. I'm not 100% sold on Texas. I think they're going to have a hiccup somewhere. But I think they always – both teams bring their A game. <clears throat> in the last several years, you've seen the underdog win the game between Texas and Oklahoma. So I can see them losing two, maybe three games, maybe four. I don't know about Oklahoma State, but it is in Stillwater. So I can, I can see Oklahoma losing to Houston. I really can. Unless uh, uh, Riley has gotten that defense squared away. No, they went out and got another defensive coordinator. Uh, I can see them losing to Texas. I can see them losing to West Virginia. I can also see them losing to Iowa State if Iowa State wasn't more of a grinding team. I think they play. The, I think they run the spread, but they're kind of more of a grind team. And I can see them losing to Oklahoma State. I'm not sold on Jalen Hurts. I think the only thing Jalen Hurts has going for him is he's going to go into a new system. He doesn't have to look over his shoulder, and there's a shit ton of weapons he can use. And with that spread offense that Oklahoma likes to run, he's a good runner. I'm not sold on him passing. I think he's going to make some critical errors during critical times when he has to throw the ball. If you do simple, small things like they did with him in Alabama, yeah, he, he he's very efficient. But his decision-making, when, when one and two are broken down, what's going to happen? So, <clears throat> I, I, Oklahoma's fourth this year. I don't I'm 100% sold on it. We got Ohio State coming in at five. They have a pretty easy schedule, too, if I remember correctly. Um, let's see. I mean, game one, Florida Atlantic. Really? Game two, Cincinnati Bearcats. Maybe interesting game. I don't think they'll lose, but maybe interesting. Game three at Indiana. Huh. Game four, Miami of Ohio. Not the Hurricanes, but the Red Hawks. Game five, they have to go to Lincoln <clears throat> to face the Cornhuskers. Maybe. Just maybe. 
Nebraska, I'm hoping they turn the corner this year. I mean, I guess you can't get any worse than four and eight. <laughs> Not four and, uh, four and seven because the game against uh, uh, Akron was canceled. Then they got Michigan State at home, Northwestern in Illinois, Wisconsin. Who knows what Wisconsin's going to be? Wisconsin was down last year, but they do have that Ray running back and Taylor coming back. Maryland, they gave them a scare last year, but it is in Ohio. I'm not even going to worry about Rutgers. Penn State. I think Penn State's on the decline. I think they are on the high for a couple of years for Franklin. Now I think they're slowly going down. Michigan, it's in Ann Arbor. My question is, will Michigan still have Jim Harbaugh? That's my question. Michigan should be 2-0 going into the game against Wisconsin in Camp Randall. Again, I think Wisconsin's going to be a better team this year. <clears throat> Iowa, you don't know what you're going to get with Iowa. Sometimes they play lights out, and there's a couple of years where they kind of die out. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a stretch here for Michigan <clears throat> in October. So yeah, at Penn State, then they go home and face Notre Dame, which Notre Dame, you don't know what's going to happen. Are they going to recover from this being embarrassed by Clemson last year? Then they go play the Maryland. They got a week off, and they go play Michigan State at home. So, there's some games in there that I don't think Michigan's going to be good at. I don't. I, I think where's Michigan ranked? Michigan is ranked seventh right now. So there's there's some question marks there. There really, really are. We'll see. I mean, they do have uh, Shea Patterson back. They did lose a lot on defense, so we're going to be interesting to see what they come up with. I mean, they do have Middle Tennessee. It needs to be Middle Tennessee State. I think it's still Middle Tennessee State. They start off with them. And then they played Army, which that might be a trap game because you only have two weeks to prepare for Army. Let's see. Then LSU is six. So Ohio State, LSU, Michigan. And there's Florida right there coming in at eight. Let's just take a quick look at their schedule real quick. We'll probably just go through the top 25 and call it quits. I mean, come up Miami. Then you got UT Martin, Kentucky, who beat them last year. Is Kentucky a one-and-done team, or are they going to be building? I mean, it is in Kentucky, so we'll see. Tennessee, not 100% sold because just don't know what you're going to get. Uh, Towson, don't care. Florida has Auburn at home, but then the next week they go to LSU. Then they go to South Carolina, which, again, not sold on the Gamecocks yet. Then they got a week off, and then they play Georgia. Then they have Vanderbilt, and Missouri, and then Florida State. Ah. Uh, I can see them blowing up Miami. Kentucky, we're going to see if Kentucky's a one-and-done team. I can see them going into the L- – no, they can go into the LSU game October 12th undefeated. They already can. And I can actually see them going into that Georgia game in Jacksonville undefeated as well. I think they'll lose two. Just look at the schedule. But, man, that's the best part is we don't fucking know. That's the best part about college football right now. We don't know. Uh, nine is Notre Dame. Last year, I did not give Notre Dame any credit, and I'm still not going to give them any credit. I don't think their schedule was as tough as everybody made it out to be last year. <coughs> so let's take a look at this year's. First off, Louisville. Eh. Second off, New Mexico. Eh. But they do go to Georgia. And they do face a Virginia team that is up and coming. I think Rocky Mendehall has that team rolling. Bowling Green. Eh. USC. Eh. I just don't know what USC team is going to there. There's so many rumors you can turn on the TV and I mean that could be a 52 the 56 to 7 thumping 
of USC, or it could be a 16 to 12 win by USC. I just don't know. <clears throat> then they go to Ann Arbor, Virginia Tech. Uh, that's in Notre Dame. I'm not Virginia. I think this might be Fuentes last year. If he can't turn that ship around, I think he's gone. Um, oh, what was his name? The defensive corner just said this would be his last year. I forgot his name. He's been there since Beamer was there. Uh, Duke, Navy, Boston College, Stanford. Don't know what you're going to get with Stanford. That'd be a good game to go to. Maybe I'll go to that game this year. Could be a good game to go to. Just don't know. I'm not going to go to a good game in general. I can see. Depends on how Notre Dame does. I mean, Notre Dame's game is very fluctuates a lot. You see the one year just dominate, dominate, dominate. Get to the playoffs. Get to the championship game. Get smoked. Next year they fall off. Brian Kelly's on the verge of getting fired. You know, so last year they got close, got embarrassed. They have to play Georgia in Georgia. I don't see that going well for them. I could also still see them beating Georgia. But you just don't know. I mean, they, they got swacked by Clemson. A bigger, stronger, faster defense. A bigger, stronger, faster offense. So has Brian Kelly, is he able to go out there and recruit and make what he has now bigger, stronger, faster? Or just bigger? Or whatever, you know. So that's going to be a tough one. That's a push. I think that Michigan game is a huge possibility. I like how the Michigan game is in the middle of the year instead of at the beginning of the year. I think there's a lot of what do you what are you going to get. <clears throat> um, I, I wasn't I didn't like it the first game of the year, but I'm glad it's in the middle. I don't expect them having any issues with Virginia Tech at all. Uh, we got Texas. Talk about them. Texas A&M. I don't think the A&M has an easy schedule. And I hate to give a SEC team. So let's take a look at A&M. Or do we care about Texas? I don't know if we care about Texas. I mean, Texas A&M. Come on. Really? Lamar? I can't believe I've been wasting my time on Texas. They're in an SEC school. <clears throat> Texas. Longhorns. Their schedule for the year. Louisiana Tech. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. I feel like we talked about this, and I'm excited to see it. LSU, Texas, in Austin, week two. Then they have Oklahoma State. Then they have West Virginia. Then they have Oklahoma. And that's it. <laughs> Not sold anything else on that. I can see one. I can see one or two losses. Maybe three for them. All right, let's so go down here. Go through this list to finish it off. Washington, Oregon, back to back, twelve and thirteen. Some people have Oregon as a dark horse to get into the fourth spot. Some people have Washington as a dark horse to get in the fourth spot. Uh, I would love to see that. I just think the back twelve is so and run so poorly right now that I just don't see it. I know, but week one, August thirty first. Oregon goes to Texas to face Auburn. <clears throat> so that's going to be a telltale sign uh, how it works out and, and what direction Oregon's going to go. I think one of their top receivers is out for the year with an injury or four weeks, actually. But he's going to miss this game. He's going to miss that game, and he's probably going to miss the Stanford game. But Oregon has a huge possibility. But Oregon has a huge possibility of they can be undefeated. I mean, the game against Washington is in Washington, so that's a tough one. Washington State, they're going to bring in another new quarterback, so that's going to be a tough one. USC, again, is up in the air. Arizona, I'm not sold on them. Arizona State, I'm not sold on them either. I think Herm Edwards, 
did a really good job with them last year. Not sold. Oregon State, that's, well, they're Oregon State. That's all I can say about that. Uh, let's finish off the top 11s. So we got 14, Penn State. Again, I think they're on a down end. I don't, I just don't see them making a huge push. I would love to. I think I would love to see the Big Ten East beat the living fuck out of each other <clears throat> and have the Big Ten West slide in and beat the fuck out of them in the championship game. 15, Utah. Eh, Utah always have high hopes for Utah, and then they kind of fall apart. 16, Auburn. I don't know if Auburn should be ranked, but they do have a tough schedule to an extent. Double check before I say that, huh? I mean, yeah, I mean, Oregon, A&M, Florida, LSU at LSU. They have A&M at A&M. They do have Georgia at home, and they have Alabama at home. So, so maybe, but still tough schedule. I would rather have Alabama schedule over Auburn schedule. <clears throat> UCF, 17. That one, I am thinking that is more of a popularity contest. Got them that high than anything else. So basically an SEC style of ranking just because they're UCF. And like SEC because they're the SEC, so they get ranked. Uh, but you know, looking at the schedule, wow, they host Stanford. Wow, that's interesting. I'll say this. I'm looking at the schedule, and they got Pitt. UConn, who's uh, Cincinnati, East Carolina, they're all conference schedules. Little, I think Houston's getting a little better. Uh, Dana, that's his name. Dana Holgerson is the head coach at Houston. <laughs> I knew he was going to remember eventually. They might be a year or two off, but I think Houston's going to turn some heads. If UCF can beat Stanford at home, they're going to go undefeated, and I think they may have a small argument going forward about the playoff. I don't know. I don't think they're going to go undefeated. Uh, they may be Stanford, maybe, but I, this, this some teams are sticking out as I'm looking at them. Uh, Pitt, Pitt, you know, Pittsburgh, they got into the ACC championship basically by de facto. I think they were like seven and six. <laughs> or no, it's like six and five or something or some bullshit like that going in. Um, I can see... UCF losing to Cincinnati in Ohio. If it was a little bit later in the year, I would say yes, for sure. Um, but those are, East Carolina is going to be terrible. Houston, I think it's up in the air. It is in Florida, though. Tulsa, they've been on the downswing. Florida Atlantic, I mean, <clears throat> Lane Kiffin is there. And he had one good year. Last year they died. But he's really stocked up on transfers. And got them cleared to play. So we'll see about Florida Atlantic as well. That's week two. Uh, I, I don't think UCF should be ranked. Uh, Wisconsin, 18. I think Wisconsin had a bad year last year. Uh, I think they'll get back on it. Iowa, I've talked about Iowa. They're up and down. Michigan State, another not really good year last year. Did they, did they, did they finish bowl eligible last year? They did finish bowl eligible last year, I believe. Um, do they deserve to be ranked that high? Uh, I'm not sure, honestly. I'm surprised they, they're, they're ranked that high, honestly. I mean, they went 7-6 last year. <clears throat> and, oh, yeah, that was the ugly fucking bowl game against Oregon. So I know the defense is going to be there for the most part. But I'm just not sold that they should be ranked that high. <clears throat> I mean, they do have... The test schedule looks like you know, Northwestern, Ohio, Wisconsin, in, in Camp Randall, 
and Michigan. And they got Penn State too, but I'm just not sold on Penn State. I'm sorry. I want Penn State to prove to me something. Washington State, number 21. I don't think they should be ranked that high. I think they have a lot of missing pieces. We've seen teams like their arch rival Washington just fucking dismantle them. Mainly when mainly because the coaches knew what they were doing. I mean, they came out after the game was over with it. The defense knew all the calls. That's because Mike Leach doesn't change, doesn't change much up. Uh, Syracuse is 22nd. I kind of like that ranking. Stanford 23rd up in the air. 24 is Iowa State. I'd like to see them a little higher. I'm hoping that they keep growing, growing, growing. Uh, Campbell, I think is his name, as the head coach. I'm glad to see he stayed there. He probably could have gone a couple different locations. He probably could have gone to Nebraska two years ago before they went out and got Frost. Well, Frost said no. They probably would have gone after him, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm just pulling shit out of my ass. And then 25 is Northwestern. Good for them. Uh, I'm hoping, again, those are two teams. Iowa State and Northwestern, I'm hoping they're working their way back up. I think it really makes it interesting when you have teams, especially like Northwestern and Iowa State, who really aren't perennial football powerhouses or any sports powerhouses, unless it's like rowing or chess or something uh, or farming. So I think those two schools, I'd love to see them continue. I think Big 12 really needs a third team, third or fourth team. Oklahoma State comes and goes. You know, right now you got Oklahoma and you got Texas. Texas Tech has done nothing. But I guess if you're a head coach at Texas Tech and you have a losing record, you can get an NFL job. With no NFL experience and losing record in college. Oklahoma State, I don't know what's going on there. It seems like there isn't as much support there within the administration for football or sports in general than there should be. It is Oklahoma State. I think Warren Buffett went there and he fucking gives him a shit ton of money for his athletics. So I don't know what's going on. But point being, love to see Iowa State. I think Iowa State. I think Big 12 needs Iowa State to step up to be that third or fourth team to help the Big 12 get over that hump. Uh, Northwestern, I think they're in – they will definitely make the Big 10 West stronger. But even then, you look at the Big 10 West, there's three teams out of the West ranked, Wisconsin and Iowa and Northwestern. Uh, The East, you have Ohio State, Michigan, uh, Michigan State, and – I just lost them. My mind, my mind just went – oh, Penn State, that's right. So there's four out of the east and there's three out of the west. Nebraska missed – is missed votes by nine votes. Missed being ranked by nine votes. Ranked number 25th, five by nine not nine votes. So they could have been four and four. Again, they're not as high ranked as a lot of the, team, as the teams in the east, but they're still ranked. Uh, honorable mentions or received votes. Boise State – I can see that. Boise State gets a lot of uh, respect. Mississippi State, uh, Miami, the Hurricanes. Well, I'm not – I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a good year for them. Votes. Kentucky, Virginia Tech, TCU, USC. I'm not sure about that one. Fresno State. I can see that. Utah State, Virginia, Cincinnati, West Virginia, Memphis, Oklahoma State, South Carolina, uh, NC State, Duke, uh, Boston College, uh, Florida State got some votes. Interesting. Houston, North Texas, Temple, Arizona State, UCLA, Minnesota, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Troy. UCLA got some votes. Interesting. Interesting. Where's my mouse at? <clears throat> but we're close. We're so close. Now, those are my two cents on things. And things are going to change. And 
I may change my ideas. So close. Could almost smell it. Almost. So I was excited by it. Could be who, who's going to be the third and fourth team? I mean, Alabama's going to make it. Unless they <clears throat> get upset by Georgia in the CC championship or Florida or Auburn. Or by some chance LSU does beat them. Clemson. <sighs> Again, who's going to beat Clemson? They, they have a tough schedule. Well, they don't have a tough schedule. They have a tough-ish schedule. Like I said, they can get past the first three games unscathed. I don't think anybody's going to touch them. Again, those first three games, Georgia Tech, Texas A&M, at Syracuse. They're probably going to hang 1,000 points in Charlotte, <laughs> maybe 150 points in North Carolina, maybe 200 points in Florida State. We just don't know. <clears throat> so he's going to be the fourth team. I'm not sold in Ohio State. Just not. Uh, with Urban Meyer gone, he was really good at being a tactician, really good at being setting game plans up, really good <clears throat> at being there getting practice squared away. And you remember, you say, well, he was he was suspended for four games last year. He was suspended for the games. He was not suspended for practice. So who do you think ran practice? Who do you think came up with game plans? Who do you think came up with practice plans and the practice schedule? He's gone now. He's in fucking L.A. He's doing his Texas. Is Texas? He's doing his Fox thing, and a lot of rumors are going around. Oh, he's he's going to take the USC job. Eh, we'll see. There are so many issues going on with the USC and the Pac-12 that it's just unless both those groups change, it's going they're going to be going downhill for a long time, and they're going to become irrelevant. Where's it going? With that? Ohio State is right. <laughs> So I got sidetracked. Michigan, Michigan. I don't think Michigan can get out of their own way. They have a whole new defense. We've seen them lay eggs for the end of the year. They beat the teams they're supposed to. They blow out the teams they're supposed to. And then when there's they're facing a good team that people think they should beat, they lay an egg, i.e. Ohio State. Let's face it, a lot of people going into the Ohio State game last year figured Michigan was going to walk through it. Ohio State would finally just barely gotten on track. It took them fucking 10, 11 games. I don't think they even got on track yet. Then finally, against Michigan, they got on track and fucking blew up Michigan. And then went, went and uh, won the Big Ten Championship. And then when I think they won a bowl game too, if I remember correctly. <clears throat> and then Michigan goes out there and lays an egg against the Florida Ohio State almost barely beat Washington, that's right, 24, 28-24, something like that. I don't know why my mind just went there. <laughs> that's why I got quiet. Wait a minute. Now, here's a storyline for, for Michigan people. Oh, yeah, fuck it. They got blown out 41-15 by Florida. That's right. Maybe eat, eat my own words. <clears throat> Same thing with fucking Kentucky. <laughs> Anyways, but here's a question mark for you. How soon until Harbaugh leaves? Is Harbaugh going to leave? I think he will. I mean, the second that there's grumbling – because they can't win, they can't beat Ohio State, or they can't beat whoever in the bowl game, they're going to go. Minus the Notre Dame game, I don't think there's any reason why Michigan shouldn't be top echelon of the Big 12, or Big 12, Big 10 East. <clears throat> I mean, the only other hiccup I can look at is going into Wisconsin and going into Pennsylvania. But they get the Fighting Irish coming to them. They got Michigan State coming to them. They got Iowa coming to them. 
and they got Ohio State coming to them. There's no reason why they shouldn't at least be 10-2 at the end of the year. No reason. Because let's face it, they're going to blow out Middle Tennessee. They might struggle against Army, but they will blow them out. They're going to blow out Rutgers. They're going to blow out Illinois. They're going to blow out Indiana. They may have some trouble with Maryland. It kind of depends on what Maryland does. They're under a new head coach. The Ohio State game is still up in the air. What's gonna what Ohio State's gonna be? I look at Justin Fields, who we went over all the transfer things months ago. Not gonna get into it again. Just not. <clears throat> I don't. There's things I'm still trying to figure out what the NCAA is and why does certain players get hardship waivers when they don't have any hardships when other players who actually have a hardship can't get it waived. Completely different topic. I'm running out of time. It's frustrating as a motherfucker. <clears throat> but we're so close. We are so close to college football season. I am excited. Probably going to be hearing more of my voice. I apologize to all seven of you maybe listening. God, if I have seven people listening, I'd be excited. I doubt I have seven people. But I'll take it if I have seven. <laughs> um. All right, everybody. Well, that is what I have for you today. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. What's this button? I have my airplane button. Still got to learn my buttons. I didn't use a single button today. There we go. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Um, Twitter's down because I just haven't updated it. I don't have a Facebook page. I don't have any other way you can get in contact with me. Wait, wait I didn't have any Twitter. No, I don't have Twitter anymore. Well, you can't get in contact with me. I'm sorry to tell you that. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it, guys. Go out there and fuck shit up and just enjoy your shit. Yeah.